on Locked On Goals. Jacob Perot steals the show against the Condors. We'll check in around the league. And how about those new third sweaters? We'll talk about all that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Happy Thursday to you all. It is Goals Thursday. That's right. Every Thursday, we talk about the Ducks AHL affiliate, the San Diego Goals. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and it has been one of those weird weeks for the Goals. They only played two games, but they saw the Condors again and again. It's like they see these guys all the time. Today, we're going to talk about Jacob Perot because, of course, and there's a reason that we're going to check in around the league on today's podcast. And we're going to finish by talking about the new sweet third jerseys that were just unveiled yesterday on Fox 5. But a reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher and Spotify. Don't forget that you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. But it is Goals Thursday. And I think those of you listening in San Diego, in San Diego County, North County, Temecula, Escondido, all y'all, thank you so much for checking in every Thursday on your goals. It's It's been a tough one. The goals are currently in last place. I know I try to keep things honest here. They're in last place right now. I'll really explore what's going on there later on in the second portion of this podcast. But let's just briefly talk about the games that were. I'm not going to recap too much because they were both losses to the Condors again. I did predict that the game on Friday would go to overtime, and I was not disappointed because guess what? We had free hockey in San Diego against the Condors again. It's like we've seen this before. This was the fourth consecutive game dating back to last season's playoffs that these two teams went into overtime. Brad Malone on the power play, Max Gallaud from Jacob Perot on a sweet assist, by the way. Jacob Perot has amazing vision that was on track to he was on track to get more points on Friday's game, if not worth some bad luck. There was bad luck on this game on both sides. It could have easily been four to three. Could have. Jacob Perot was on one on Friday. But they lost in overtime thanks to Cooper Marodi's overtime marker. Right over Ole Eriksson Eck. And that was a 2-1 to victory for the Condors in overtime. So hey, at least the goals got a point. They could build off of that, right? Not so much because they went to Bakersfield the following night. And all everyone talked about was Jacob Perot on the power. Well, first off, first period, he scored with about 12 minutes left. one nothing goals. Then Cooper Marodi again... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's back. Marodi scored his fifth of the season. That made it a one-to-one tie. Oh, poor Braden Tracy. Poor Jacob Larson. Jacob Larson is someone that started almost every game for the Ducks last season. And maybe the experiment went on for too long. Maybe that's the reason. I mean, I don't want to say it is. But Jacob Larson has been struggling a bit. With the goals this season, he missed a couple of key assignments on Saturday night's game. And that was evident, especially against that goal. And then after that, magic happened as Jacob Perot 
pulled off something that even Trevor Zegras wasn't able to do in the American Hockey League. Score a lacrosse goal. That's right. Jacob Larson pulled off the Michigan. And I want to talk about this goal because I thought it was truly spectacular. Jacob Perot was behind the net, right, right behind the outstretched glove of Olivier Rodrigue. So here's the setup. Perot had the puck on his stick for maybe about a second, saw an opportunity. I think Rodrigue thought it was going to go to his right because he thought it was going to bounce off in a different direction. And Jacob Perot, in that very split second, saw the clouds unfolding. The heavens opened up. The seas parted for a split second. This was his chance. He's been practicing this. He practices this on warm-ups, by the way. I don't know if you guys watch goals games regularly or go to warm-ups regularly, but Jacob Perot does this. He practices picking up the puck on his blade and carrying it across, a la Trevor Zegras. So what does Jacob Perot up and do? In that split second, he decides, no, I'm doing this now. Picks up the puck with the blade, carries it on his stick, and gets it right over the left shoulder of Olivier Rodrigue, pulling off the Michigan. Holy, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to curse here. I know it's my podcast, but I'm not going to curse. But I know everybody was thinking, holy crap. <laughs> Jacob Larson with the Michigan goal. Only the second such goal in goals history. It is hard to say goals, goals, goal, goals. Ha ha ha, I'm going to try that one more time because I'm leaving this on. Goals, goals. Only the second San Diego player to pull off the Michigan. That made it 2-1 to one in favor <laughs> in favor of the goals. I, I watch it again. And what the heck was that goal? It was more than a highlight reel goal. It was one of the best goals that I've seen. I mean, I love the Michigan goal. I love when that kind of stuff happens in warmups, but to do it in the game like that, it was filth. By the way, the lone or previously the only goals player to score a lacrosse goal was Kale Casilla. So we're going way, way, way back. <laughs> Kale Casilla back in 20, I want to say 2017 it was, where Kale Casilla had one of the filthier goals. And in fact, it was against the, I, I want to say San Jose Barracuda, where Kale Casilla had a moment of, I'm going to try this, except Kale Casilla picked up the puck and put it over the right shoulder. This was also at home and also still unbelievable that he pulled this off against the Barracuda. That was in 2017. But the Jacob Perogel, there was something pretty special about that one. So, yeah, just kind of going way back. I mean, if you guys haven't looked this up, I will post the link. Uh, there is a link on YouTube somewhere. I'll have to find this. But there is a link somewhere of Kale Casilla's lacrosse goal against the San Jose Barracuda. And poor Kenyon Middleton was fooled on that one. I, I remember a little bit about that goal. I don't remember who the goalie was, but I remember the defenseman getting fooled on that one. 
But Jacob Perot, woo, baby. Something filthy about that. It was that freaking sweet of a goal. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post up the links to both goals. The one from Jacob Perot, the one from Kale Casilla. I personally think Perot's goal is a little bit sweeter and a little bit more like, oh my God, are you seeing this kind of thing? That was the highlight of the game. Seriously, that was it. I mean, the goals did give up three consecutive goals in the third. I'm sure the Condors were a little bit ticked off that they just got scored off a lacrosse goal. But the final score, 4-2. to two. So the goals do lose both games, but that's not what anyone's talking about. What everyone's talking about and what everyone should be talking about on the water cooler is the Jacob Perot lacrosse goal. I'm glad it got some play. I wish it had gotten just a little bit more play, like a Sports Center top 10 or something like that. But give it up for Jacob Perot, who, by the way, I don't know if you guys remember this. The reason the Ducks slash goals even got Jacob Perot in the first place was a trade that happened two seasons ago. Remember, it was the Andra Kasha trade to the Boston Bruins that resulted in the Ducks getting that first round pick. It was a first rounder. And thanks to the Boston Bruins pretty much losing early on in that playoff, that gave the Ducks a better selection. And that's how they wound up picking up Jacob Perot in that year's draft. So thank you, Boston Bruins, for that. Thank you. I mean, giving up Andre Kasha, is, is it a hefty price? Not really considering how well the Ducks are doing now and considering how much Jacob Perot is going to fit into this Ducks lineup. I would love, before we head to the break, I would love to see Jacob Perot on a line with, I don't know, maybe a couple other young guys named Trevor Zegris and maybe Sonny Milano. Yeah, can, can we can we do that? Can we, can we put him on a line, please? Sonny Milano, Trevor Zegris, and Jacob Perot. Yes, I know Sonny Milano is a left winger. I, I, I'm aware of this. Jacob Perot's a right winger. Hmm. So just imagine this, Ducks fans. I'm just going to go talk about the Ducks for a second. Imagine having Sonny Milano as the left winger, Trevor Zegris up the middle, and Jacob Perot on the right side. Just imagine that for about five seconds. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. That. Yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, what's going on in my head right now with that line? It is not safe for work, folks. <laughs> All right. It's that filthy. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission. <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining that line. I'm imagining the amount of goals that they would score. Woo. Let the kids play. All right, let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And folks, football is going on right now. Basketball's in high demand right now. But hey, hockey is there right now. And you ought to check out the new and improved layout on betonline.ag. They have all kinds of sports all in the palm of your hands. They have the live betting, live casino action. And best of all, you get a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKED ON on your first deposit. So, for example, 
If your first deposit is $150, then you'll get a $75 welcome bonus with the promo code locked on. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, which is part of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and you're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. All right, we're going to talk about some stuff around the league, but before I get to that, I did have to look up the Kiel Casilla goal from four years ago. That one was pretty special. Uh, hat tip to Craig Elston, who was the goal's play-by-play announcer a few years back. He did a fantastic job of setting the stage, of calling it one of the greatest goals he's ever seen in any country. The call makes that goal. So what I'm going to do after I publish this show is I'm going to put up a tweet with both goals from YouTube. And I will leave this up to a poll. Which goal did you like better? The Casilla goal or the Perot goal? Both super pretty goals goals. So we're going to look around the league. And the reason we're doing this is because I wasn't home. I was actually in the upper Midwest earlier this week, checking in on our old buddy, Andrew Podorowski. For those of you that remember Andrew Podorowski, he was one of the captains of last year's goals team and did very well. Uh, He's still doing quite well with Chicago Wolves. In fact, he got the game-winning overtime goal just yesterday morning. So that was kind of cool to see, I guess. Yeah, the the goals do miss him. That's not the only one they miss. Um, So the reason I'm looking at the standings right now is the goals are in last place. Stockton Heat are in first place, followed very closely by the Ontario Reign. It's the two top teams in the division are Stockton and Ontario. Everyone else falls off a cliff after that. Henderson, San Jose, Bakersfield, Abbotsford, they're around the same spots. Then you have the Eagles right there. Then you have Tucson and San Diego. Fortunately, the goals have games in hand, so they have time to catch up against these other teams, but they're going to have to start winning some games and win some games in a hurry to catch up to the rest of the division. As far as the Central Division, also in the Western Conference, tops in the Central are the Chicago Wolves, despite the fact that they just lost two to the Toronto Marlies over the weekend. The Wolves are still in first place atop the Central Division. Checking in with Andrew Poldorowski, there was a plethora of reasons watching him live why the goals miss him. And part of that is the forechecking, the incredible forechecking that Poldorowski brought to the team. So you're probably wondering, why the heck am I talking about these other players that are not in San Diego? Here's why. Poldorowski, in 12 games has 16 points among the league leaders in points. By the way, Martin Furk of the Ontario Reign, he leads the league in points with 20. He's itching for a call-up to the LA Kings. But back to Paul Dorowski, 7 goals, 9 assists. This is the kind of stuff that the San Diego goals miss because if you look back to last season, guess who led the league in points? That would be Andrew Podorowski. Potts led the AHL last season with 43 points in 44 games. He averaged a point a game. He was spectacular throughout last season. 
also among the league leaders. Chase DeLeo, 35 points in 37 games. And the reason we're checking up on Chase DeLeo is because his Utica Comets have not lost a game. They're a perfect 11-0-0 through 11 games. They have 22 points. They have not stopped. They have they've looked pretty unstoppable thus far. That is one of the best starts in AHL history. They could break the record for most wins to start in the AHL tomorrow night against the Charlotte Checkers. So for what it's worth, you have the Utica Comets versus Charlotte. And part of the reason why Utica is doing well is they have two former members of the San Diego Goals, not just one. I'm talking about Chase DeLeo and Kevin Deneen. Kevin Deneen had been the coach for the San Diego Goals the previous two seasons. Obviously, we found out what happened this past offseason with Joel Bouchard, who left Montreal to join the Goals. I thought Deneen did a good job with San Diego. He led the Goals to two great records in 2020 and 2021. He would have led the Goals to the playoffs in 2020 had the season not been cut short thanks to the coronavirus. And last season, he did lead the Goals to the playoffs, a pretty high seed only to fall to the Bakersfield Condors in that modified playoff for what it's worth. But Kevin Deneen, he's always been a terrific AHL coach, and he's proving it once again. He's kind of showing a little bit, you know, hey, San Diego, you let me go. Here's what I can do. This is what he's doing. He brought Chase DeLeo with him, and he said, yeah, with this guy on my team, with Chase DeLeo leading the team, yeah, we can make some noise. And they are making a ton of noise in the American Hockey League. The Utica Comets, who are the affiliate of the New Jersey Devils, they're looking probably better than any team I've seen in the past few seasons, and that's saying a lot. They are right now my favorite to win the Calder Cup. I know it's early, but the way they've been playing recently, like I look at the games that they've won, and only one has gone to overtime, and that was against the Providence Bruins. Every other game after that, has been kind of a blowout. I'm talking about 6-2 over the Amherst. They destroyed Toronto. They beat up on the Laval Rocket. And they're just owning Belleville. But everybody's owning Belleville these days. These are not horrible teams. Utica is a force to be reckoned with. And conversely, the Stockton Heat and the Ontario Reign... They're also a force to be reckoned with. In fact, Stockton has only had two overtime losses, and that is it. They lost 1-0 to Tucson in the season opener, and they also just lost to Henderson 4-3 also in overtime. Now we've got pretty much a clash of the titans this coming weekend. The Stockton Heat versus the Ontario Reign for a back-to-back this coming week. That's going to be insanity. And also looking ahead for the San Diego Goals, they've got three games this coming week. They've got a pair, actually all three are against the San Jose Barracuda. They've got a pair of games up at the Shark Tank this coming Friday and Saturday. And then they come back to San Diego, they play a game the day before Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. So I'm sure a lot of the Barracuda players are going to be spending Thanksgiving out here in San Diego County. It could be fun for them.
you never know. So that's a look at the upcoming schedule. That's a look around the league. Boy, the goals are really missing Potts and Chase and Kevin Deneen right now. I think they're kind of wishing a little bit that they were still around. But hey, you know what? Good for them. They're, they will always be a part of the Goals family. So in a way, we're proud of them. Especially Chase DeLeo, who's a La Mirada native, grew up being a Ducks fan. You can't help but be proud of Chase DeLeo for leading the team in points and leading the Devils to a perfect 11-0 start in the American Hockey League. All right, we're going to talk about the San Diego Goals third jerseys coming up after this brief pause. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, which is part of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez and San Diego. This is a local band that plays in the background sometimes and going to give them their usual shout out, San Diego's own Mad Hat Hucksters. That's who's playing in the background. I will let them play for a little bit longer than usual today in the background. Just because it's really cool. And it's a local San Diego band. So once again, check them out. Mad Hat Hucksters. There you go. So I love these new third jerseys that just came out. And that's the other reason why I'm going to let this music play out a little bit longer. Not just for you, San Diego. But for all the Goals fans. Because their third jerseys that were just released are a huge homage to the past and a huge homage to Willie O'Ree, who was the longtime player of the San Diego Goals. And you want to talk about some classic sounding music? This is the perfect music to play in the background while I am talking about these delightful jerseys. Ah, The homage to the 60s and 70s is fantastic. They are not too complicated. They are clean looking. They're nice. So to describe this third jersey, it has the classic goals wordmark from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. I like on the inside collar, it says America's Finest City, which is an homage to the city's nickname, which is America's Finest City. You could see that in signs all across San Diego. I see it in a few different spots. San Diego really is America's finest city. The weather's perfect. Got some great people out there. Some fantastic fans out there. Then there's three days written inside the collar. 1944, which is when pro hockey made its debut in San Diego with the Skyhawks. 1966, which was the first year of the San Diego goals of the WHL. And guess who was on that inaugural team? Willie O'Ree. And guess where they played their home games? Pachanga Arena. Yes, the same arena. The San Diego Sports Arena were home to the San Diego Goals. At the time, it was a new arena. A new home for the Goals. And then 2015. That was the first year that we have the current iteration of the San Diego Goals when they debuted in the American Hockey League along with the rest of the Pacific Division. Yeah, 2015 is a year that I personally will never forget because the day that it was announced that there would be multiple teams moving here to the West Coast for the American Hockey League, I was excited. I was very excited because I knew that I would immediately get to cover some pro hockey here in California, 
with the San Diego Gulls, with the Ontario Rain. The Bakersfield Condors were already here as well as the Rain, but they'd be moving up from the ECHL to the AHL. And we'd also have the San Jose Barracuda moving from Worcester, Massachusetts. But nonetheless, those three days are of mighty importance to the San Diego Gulls. And those third jerseys will debut on Black Friday. You see, this is very, very smart marketing by the San Diego Gulls. I will give them a thousand percent credit for this. To have the jerseys debut on Black Friday and to have the jerseys go on sale on Black Friday. They knew what they were doing. They were very smart in this. So I give the Gulls so much kudos for this. Yeah, am I thinking about getting a Gulls jersey, this one? Yeah, I'll admit I am. They are very sweet looking. The colors on the jerseys are very amazing. It is kind of like an ocean blue color, which is a tribute to San Diego and its Pacific Ocean. And the orange and white are the exact same colors used from the first Gulls jerseys from 1966 to 1974. Of course, those were famously worn by Willie O'Ree. So I bet, I will bet the farm that Willie O'Ree will show up to this third jersey game or he'll show up to as many of these third jersey games as possible. They look sweet in pictures. I bet they look 10 times better on the ice. So once again, the third jersey debuts next Friday. And I'll definitely be talking about that next week on Locked on Goals. That's going to be an exciting game to watch against the San Jose Barracuda. Hey, you know what? The goals will have the better jerseys that night. (laughs) Yeah, by far they will have the better jerseys. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you, San Diego, for making this your first listen every Thursday. We really appreciate it. If you want to drop me a line, you can do so at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You could follow me on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And a quick shout out to all the Gulls fans. I heard y'all last week. Those chants were amazing. And one final thing. This podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Podbean, etc. 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 Yeah, there we go. So once again, thank you so much to the San Diego faithful and thank you for your continued support of this podcast and for your support of the San Diego goals. They've got some big games coming up against the San Jose Barracuda. Hopefully they can take the majority of those games and I cannot wait to see you guys at Pachanga Arena next week. I look forward to it. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying thank you so much for listening. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks and goals fly together. Caca, caca, caca.